Irish Community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. This is Tommy Tiernan and you're listening to Ken August Mark on Kjol August Crack. Why? Well, you wake up in the morning when you ding dong ring. Ding on that ding. Go over to the table. See the same old thing. Knock my phone up on the table. Nothing in my hand. So, you know, thing about it. I get in trouble with the man. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special shine a You better walk right You better not stack on And you better not fight Oh, the sheriff gonna arrest you Gonna carry you down And if the jury find you guilty Your penitentiary bound Why Let me A little Van Morrison, Chris Barber, and Lonnie Donegan from the Belfast Skiffle Sessions. And uh, you're very welcome to Kjol August Crack. It's Ken here, Mike's side. Mr. O'Brien is away drinking wine in Sonoma, testing it out out there, and is unfortunately not able to call in this morning. A little bit of uh, technical difficulties out there. He can't get a good spot to call in on the old mobile. So we'll have to fix those fellas in California up. That's not just good enough, is it? Anyway, I am delighted, though, that in studio with me is Cathy Murphy from ICANN, the Ireland-Canada Immigration Centre, and also the Chamber of Commerce. So you're very welcome to the studio, Cathy. Good morning. Thank you. How's things? Good, thank you. Looking good. Surprised I made it up here. The epic ice storm that has not yet landed. It hasn't hit us. And for those who are not in and around the GTA, we're supposed to get a major storm so much for spring what the heck is happening there's been none of that none of that at all and it's so dark these days i can't stand it i really you know you're having the lights on in the house throughout the day it's just terrible terrible reminds me of times in sligo yeah today's a real good day for a high stool it is you're (laughs) right you're spot on you're spot on exactly anyway we're going to chat with kathy about all things in the immigration center the aim in o'loughlin ireland canada 
uh, Immigration Centre, who, of course, we fill in here, continuing on in Eamon's footsteps and this radio show. So there's a nice link there as well. But we'll start off, as we normally do, with a wee bit of sports stuff. And there are a fair few things going on. There was a a fairly dull game in Belfast last night with Ulster keeping their uh, Pro 14 playoff hopes alive with an 8-0 win over the Ospreys. And news out of Belfast today and, of course, in Ireland is that Jackson and Oldings contracts have been revoked by both Ulster and the IRFU. There was news of that coming out of Belfast last night that there was uh, going to be an announcement on it, and today that is what has happened. So they will leave Ulster, and we'll have to see what happens to their careers. Both of them have made statements, of course, on how disappointed they are, but uh, realise that they have uh, broken with the values that the IRFU and Ulster and rugby uh, hold dear. There were major protests at the match last night by various groups, so uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that story out. Also, last night, Connacht went down to the Warriors, the Glasgow Warriors, 35-22, in a very, uh, another disappointing uh, run by uh, my Connacht boys. Even though they did make a feral effort in the second half, it wasn't good enough. And Munster, bringing uh, Conor Murray off the bench, ended up beating Cheetahs, 19-17. And Leinster go at it today with Treviso. And just a little mark on uh, that game, Ian McKinley, makes his return to Dublin after seven years. A freak accident, a freak training ground accident, left him blind in one eye. And amazingly, and I've covered this uh, before on the show, he has made it back into playing rugby and was on the squad for the Italians in the Six Nations, but did not uh, play a game. But there is a chance that he will play in Dublin today. He did play for Leinster back in 2011, I believe. So just an amazing uh, turnaround that shows if you want to do something, you can put your mind to it, away you go. So great stuff. In the golfing world, Paul Dunn is out there, the Wicklow man. He's playing in Open de España and is leading John Ram by three strokes. The last I heard, he was at 17 under. So fair play to him. He had birdied the 12th hole. So he's on his back nine in round three. And uh, well done, young Paul Dunn. We can hopefully sit back and watch a bit of that tomorrow morning on his final round. In the Premier League in Ireland, Bowes beat Shams in the 99th minute. They beat them 2-1. Derry uh, continue their unbeaten streak at the Brandywell. They beat Waterford 1-0. Cork beat St. Pat's 1-0. Dundalk are up into second and uh, they beat Bray 2-0. Or sorry, they remain on top uh, by beating Bray 2-0. And my Slag Rovers take on Limerick a little later. And the Grand National at entry is on today. So there you go. That's kind of the full rundown of the sports. Congratulations, of course, in the hurling last week to the Kilkenny Cats. They beat out Tipperary. So uh, we'll have to wait now, and the championship all kicks off in the next couple of weeks. We did mention golf, though, and Kathy, you're busy, as usual, not just with ICANN, but also on the Chamber of Commerce, and you've got a golfing society starting earlier this year, which is good news. We do. I mean, we, we could have started this weekend because Don Valley has opened, but yes. I don't think anybody's out there this morning. It's rather cold today, I think. I can't believe we're not going to talk about the Masters. We're not going to talk about Rory. The breakdown, oh. the meltdown. I, I try to put these things to the back of my head when the disappointment of Sunday. 
There was a lot of yelling at the TV by my husband. There was a lot, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it was really unfortunate. He had put himself in the perfect position to go out there and, and win and take it away and put the memories of 2011 behind him. But unfortunately, couldn't get it done, and the putter left him, and then I think he just lost confidence in himself, unfortunately, and, and away you go. That's, there'll uh, be another year, there'll but be lots another of disappointment year. Yeah, for yeah, fans. Yeah, and let's hope that he comes out now in the U.S. and the U.S. Open and takes the title there, maybe, like he did the last time. So it'll be great. be great. You're right. But closer to home. We're going to start up. So you have a new captain. We do. Another Rory. Another Rory. Yep. Exactly. Rory O'Donovan um, has graciously stepped up. He's a chamber member and uh, he'll captain this year. And um, s- some of the listeners might remember that um, last year we switched from our annual golf tournament, which was becoming harder and harder to fill every year. I think right. lots of corporations are finding that golf tournaments are just tough, yeah. um, particularly midweek. So we decided to pilot a golf society. And um, we just went out once to see if there might be some interest in uptake. And there was. So the plan now is to get going um, in June. On June the 2nd, we'll have our first day um, out at the Don Valley Golf Course. And so we're taking expressions of interest now and getting teams together. Um, people can register as a single or as a foursome if they've got a group already, but it's fine to register one-on-one and we'll, we'll put them in teams. Um, and then a- if there's uptake, which we think there will be, then that will generate interest throughout the whole summer and hopefully we'll get people out once a month. That'll be great. Great and way it, to get people together. it'll be social networking yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Not just golf. No, that sounds good. Very good. Now we'll continue to promote that obviously on the show. We have it on the calendar and it is up on the website as well in our calendar of events. So if you want to get that email, you can check it out and get in touch with Rory. All right, we'll move on with a wee bit of music here and we will come back and chat to you about lots of other things that are going on.
so many lost in the sea last night The one word that the sea can't say family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, well, it's time to get the news from Ireland from Mr. Desmond Devoy. He's out at the Science Fair in Perth today. So, good morning, Desmond. How are things in the science world? Things are going great in the science world this morning. I'm looking at uh, people making slime and drones buzzing around my head and all sorts of animation getting taken here at the Stewart School. So it's a busy morning indeed. And uh, thanks for that great introduction there, Ken. And uh, good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland this morning. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning... A Canadian man and his American partner were killed this week when they were thrown from a trap they were travelling in down a 25-foot ravine onto rocks below at the Gap of Dunlow in County Kerry. The incident occurred on Monday afternoon, according to RTE News. It is not known why the cart went off the road. The Jarvie driving the horse was distressed but unhurt after the incident, but his horse was seriously injured and had to be put down at the scene. The couple were named as Canadian Norman LaRose, 62, and his American partner, Rosalind Joy Few, 64. They lived in Phoenix, Arizona, though the Irish Sun reports that LaRose was originally from Quebec. Tragically, Few's daughter, son-in-law, and two grandchildren watched as the couple fell over the side of the cliff and died instantly. The couple had been in Ireland to retrace Irish roots. Later in the week, roughly 30 pony and trap drivers stopped work and held a memorial for the dead at Kate Carney's cottage for a prayer service where a decade of the rosary was said. In sports news this morning, disgraced Ulster rugby players Paddy Jackson and Stuart Olding are to leave Ulster rugby. The Press Association reported on Friday that the two men are due to leave Ulster rugby and the Irish Rugby Football Union. And the Irish Times this morning has confirmed that that is the case. The two men are on the way out. The Irish Times also reports that the sports associations have concluded their review into the actions of the two men after they were both acquitted by a jury of eight men and three women on rape charges at Belfast Crown Court after a nine-week trial finished up last month. They had been accused of raping the same woman at a house party at Jackson's home. 
The Belfast Telegraph reports that a crowd of 250 people, organized by the Belfast Feminist Network, staged protest outside of Kingspan Stadium in East Belfast on Friday night before the start of the team's first home game since the trial ended. In other news this week, Dublin's Lord Mayor was able to slip into Israel this week, all because the Israeli government got his name wrong. Israel announced that it would deny entry to Sinn Féin councillor Michael McDonagh over his ties to the boycott, divestment and sanctions movement, rather, according to the Israeli newspaper Haaretz. The announcement came on Tuesday, even though McDonagh was already in the West Bank town of Ramallah after having flown into Tel Aviv earlier. The Interior Ministry order barring him from the country spelled his name wrong, so it did not match the name in his passport. He was in the West Bank at the invitation of the Palestinian Authority to take part in a conference on the status of the city of Jerusalem. Last Monday, Sinn Féin and other Dublin City Council members passed a motion calling for the expulsion of Israel's ambassador to Ireland and another motion to support the boycott campaign, according to RTE News. Well, this week in our Local News Matters segment, we have officially gone full circle around the island and start back where we began with the province of Leinster. Galway Bay FM is reporting that 11 housing estates in Ballinasloe will once again get their grass cut and maintained after six councillors dug into their own pockets, paying €1,600 each to pay for the grass cutting. The service had been pulled last year for lack of funding, causing a backlash amongst residents. The council later decided to put the decision out to tender. The Mayo News is reporting a story all too sadly familiar for fishing families along the coast. John Healy, 57, late of Ballina, was buried at Thomas Cemetery this past Friday. The fisherman died off the Eris coast on Tuesday afternoon after the vessel he was working on capsized. His funeral mass was held at St. Patrick's Church in Inver at noon on Friday. Two other men, both in their 20s, were also reportedly fishing for crab on the boat, the Ashling Martin, when it capsized 16 nautical miles northwest of Eagle Island. But the two men are expected to make full recoveries. The Sligo Champion is reporting that women in Sligo Town are distressed that the breast check mobile clinic in town has been removed and that they are now being told to travel to Tubbercurry instead, 30 minutes to the southwest. The service had a regular stand at the Sligo Retail Park at Catterow. Women with examinations scheduled for the Sligo Town location were told that a new appointment had been made for them in Tubbercurry. And finally, the Leitrim Observer reports some late-breaking sports news on a girls' football team that has been left high and dry without an opponent, but may have won a title by default. Footballers from St. Clair's Comprehensive School in Manor Hamilton were told late on Friday evening that the, their Little Ladies All-Ireland Post-Primary School's Junior C final against St. Mary's High School from Middleton, County Cork, was cancelled after the Cork School said that they would not be able to participate in the game in Bound the Flow next Sunday. The Leitrim ladies had been due to face the Munster champions in a second game in a doubleheader at Duggan Park on Sunday, but just one minute before the office closed on unlucky Friday the 13th, St. Mary's sent an email saying they would not be fielding a team this weekend. The paper reports that the Ladies Gaelic Football Association's own website lists the game as being conceded by St. Mary's, which means that the title could go to St. Clair's. And there you go, folks. That was a very busy news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Celebrate summer savings with Aer Lingus's summer sale. Create countless memories in Europe with great summer fairs. Hurry and book by Wednesday, April the 25th. 
fly from Toronto to Dublin from $759 round trip per person, including air transportation charges, taxes, and fees. Restrictions apply. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Find out more online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now it's back to Toronto with the gang at Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slango Foil.
Ah, yeah, the lovely sounds of the Chieftains and the Mammy's favourite, Imelda May, singing that. Carolina Rua. And I talked about Tom Moore last week, an American singer-songwriter who settled in Sligo. And he passed away on St. Patrick's Day, and he wrote that song. And it was made a hit by Mary Black at one Mm -hmm. time. So, uh, beautiful song. Well, as I mentioned, I've got Cathy Murphy from the Ireland-Canada Immigration Centre in studio. Cathy, we're going to chat a little bit about the Ireland-Canada Immigration Centre. And I suppose at the outset, the remit of that was to help people with work and visas and a little bit on the social side, but yes. it's uh, it's starting to uh, become a bigger part of what you're, uh, what you're doing there now. Maybe give people a little bit of background. So as part of our three-year strategic plan, we really want to grow um, the social services aspect of our mandate. As you said, it's always been in our mandate um, to help the young people with employment, with um, their immigration papers, and with social services. But because of you know, limited human resources, we couldn't really attend to the so- social services part um, unless people came to us in crisis. Um, but we um, we structured a new strategic plan last year, the board and management, and we've got a real commitment to growing this aspect of our mandate with whatever we can. Um, right. So we are, um, first of all, we're focusing on a media um, campaign, a social media campaign that goes out every single Monday on Facebook and Twitter. And it's all about mental health and addiction and awareness. Um, Our focus is on Toronto because we have critical mass here of clients, but also Vancouver. We've got a lot of kids in Vancouver, in fact. Um, Your listeners will remember that we, um, our our organization is a national organization. Yes, of course, yeah. So the social media campaign is all about signposting to information so that if someone is in crisis, um, either with addiction, depression, or if they're self-harming, we're trying to point to places in their communities where they can get help. Um, they're working in Canada, they're paying taxes in Canada, so they can access health care. Um, so we're trying to make sure they know that there is help out there, um, even if they don't feel comfortable coming into us. If we're getting it out there over social media, they might reach out to a doctor or a social worker. They might go, to, for example, to St. Michael's Hospital and present if they're in crisis. So that's the first part of what we're doing. Right. And this was brought to light uh, a little bit. I think I was reading in the article in the Irish Times by Kevin Graham, a police officer in Toronto yes. from Ballyshannon. That's right. Um, Amazing. Early on, uh, I mean, we opened in 2012, and I'd say within the first year, Kevin actually came in and introduced himself, um, said that he wanted to help if he could, and in fact, he was there because he wanted to highlight a case that had come to his attention and wanted to know if if he could bring a young lad into us, and um, the kid was willing, so Kevin just wanted to check with us if that was okay, so he brought him in, and um, we were able to help. There were um, some issues. Ultimately, this young man um, was going to be best served by going home, so we were able to help him with that that stage of his journey, and he is getting the help he needs now back home. Um, But that did alert us to the fact that, okay, there's probably a lot going on out there that we might not be aware of. Um, And then we launched a campaign in 2014 um, uh, for people in crisis. It was a pamphlet and a social media document that people could go to just for Toronto. So if you're in trouble, where do you go? Where do you start? Which walk-in clinic will actually see you and refer you to a specialist? Um, That was called In a Crisis Pathways to Care. So we were trying to plug the holes with Mm -hmm. limited resources. And so we've coasted along with that for a while. And that document has been really, really useful. Um, But 
both through um, clients coming into us worried about their friends in crisis and with conversations with the uh, embassy in Ottawa, we do realize there's lots going on out there and that it would behoove us to do more if we could. So we're mm. trying to figure out how can we, with one and a half staff members, do more. Sure, yeah. The resources are limited, obviously, and then when something like this hits you, you kind of get to work on it, right? Yes. So, and I understand that the St. Patrick's Benevolent Society has helped out yeah. with a donation. We um, so we've applied to them, and uh, they're one of the oldest uh, uh, running. Irish organizations in Toronto, um, and and they predate other benevolent societies in the city. So they've given us a grant to hire a part-time social worker starting in uh, July. This will be a pilot project. We'll see if there's uptake. Mm -hmm. Um, We're hoping that people will reach out if they know that they could get a one-on-one appointment. Um, And we will pilot this till December, and if we can prove uptake, we'll then look for further funding to to get that person on a more um, full-time basis. Very good. And any help at all from the Irish government or the Canadian government on this? Well, from the Irish government, yes. We have our pillar funder through the Immigrant Support Program, and um, we get a, a, a hefty grant from them every year. We couldn't right. operate without them. And in our current application to them, we have asked them to match the donation made by the Benevolent Society, uh, the St. Patrick's Benevolent Society, so that we could actually pilot this project for a whole year. Wonderful, um, yeah. We don't get funding from the Canadian government because um, for settlement services, if you're a settlement services organization, right now um, the regulations state that you have to be providing language services so I don't mm. think I'll be teaching English to any Irish people so although we, we there's can't a few from Leash that. maybe that could oh, do with that oh no huh? my mother's listening be <laughs> oh, very no. careful is your mom from Leash <laughs> I had not, I'll take that back Mammy I'm sorry about that Mammy Murphy oh that's terrible but I, I was say, only talking uh, about O'Brien as you of know of course Mark, Mr. O'Brien <laughs> We can, we can teach him English. Yeah, well, I doubt it. <laughs> you know, I should say also, though, we, we have other tremendous support from the community here in Toronto. I mean, we do get a grant from the Chamber of Commerce, and we do get a significant grant from the Irish Cultural Society every single year. Um, and this year, our wonderful board member, Ethna Heffernan, did a community appeal and raised money specifically to go towards our mental health services. So lots of members in the community contributed to that. Um, so we would be lost without that community support. Oh, that's fair play to Ethna, and yes. um, she's always there at the heart of these things. So, and if somebody still wants to donate to that, can they Absolutely. continue to do that? How, Absolutely, how they could they could reach they out that? directly to me at the center, okay. and we could find a way to um, to receive a payment for that. Wonderful. Okay, well, we'll come back and chat a wee bit Good. more. We'll uh, have a little bit of music. I tried to match up maybe some of these things um, with the uh, with the music and the stories. So. This is the Academy Award winner, Glenn Hansard, uh, of his new album, Between Two Shores. And this particular track is called Time Will Be the Healer. The next song.
Someday when you're long past this, you'll laugh about it. Sometimes you gotta be a river and go around it. Just put a little distance between your world and his. Time will be your best friend when it comes to this. That's what you get for loving someone else's man. Burn that bridge, break that bond, and change your plan. That boy don't wanna stay, just let him go. Time will be the best friend that you know. Time will be the healer once again. Time will lift you up and out of there. I know that you can't stand to hear his name. Well, time will be the healer once again. Keep your friends and neighbors. Close at hand. Stay busy with your work and don't give in to the bottle or your self-defeating game. Time will be the healer once again. stuff Glenn Hansard there and uh, time will be the healer so good stuff well we're back here with Kathy and of course the Ireland Canada Immigration Centre named after Mr. Eamon O'Loughlin of course who's near and dear to us here in this studio as well as we keep that light going Kathy we were chatting too that you do have one of the new arrivals who is on your board and uh, Michal O'Rourke 
and he's helping out as well. Give us a little bit of background on Michal. Uh, so Michal joined us a year ago as the new arrivals representative to the board, a, a position that we fill annually. And um, he is a mental health and addictions uh, consultant and expert with St. Michael's Hospital. And he actually reached out to me and asked, how can he help? Um, so I quickly put him on the board um, and uh, he's been helping tremendously. He actually has started a monthly mental health awareness workshop um, that runs out of our offices. People can register in advance and come down and have a chat. It's a group session, so it'll be separate from what we're offering with a social worker coming later, but it's a good start. And it's it's probably a good place for people to come if they're worried about a friend or a loved one. Um, Very good, yeah. That's a good way to get that out as well, yeah. And how can they get in touch? Is it through yourself at the centre? Yes, it's through myself or our admin. Um, We we let them just contact us privately, Mm -hmm. and then we just keep a list of names. Um, And it's all confidential. Of course, if they're coming in a a group, they will get to know each other, but that also might be very useful to them. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's great. And it's... This is, you know, as as we've been chatting here, uh, both in studio and on, it's not just, it, it's, this is addiction, it can be anything, people can be bringing maybe some stuff from home and arriving, and it's this isn't an Irish problem, obviously, I mean, we're f- hearing this all around through even athletes and actors and the, you know, the general public, uh, and uh, in Canada, we've been lucky enough that there's more awareness around this and I think in Ireland as well and and the solace walks and things like that too um, are you connecting with those groups and, and they're all yes, aware of that? Yes, we do. We, um, we've, we've always helped when it was Pieda and now with the Solace Walk in Toronto, we, we, we certainly tweet their information out there and encourage people to go. It's a it's wonderful work that these volunteers are doing. Um, you make a very, very good point. It's, it's not only is it not an Irish problem, um, but it's not even just an emigrant or immigrant problem, mm-hmm. um, but certainly the process of emigration um, can exacerbate any of these issues that, that anyone might already be feeling, whether there's an addiction challenge or whether um, somebody is feeling lonely or um, stressed because they're having trouble getting a job or they're not in the job they want. Any of us might experience that. But when you add to that the experience of emigrating and the stress of that and the loneliness of that, mm-hmm. um, I think we can expect to see issues presenting. Um, and also, as you said, if a person was already having challenges back home, having a big move from Ireland to Canada, particularly if they come alone, will also exacerbate that and will bring that issue forward again. Maybe something they thought they dealt with and, and here it is again. And right. now they're isolated. Um, and, and yeah, it's not just an Irish immigrant issue. It happens to many, many people. And we're starting, I think, across Canada to break down those barriers of shame and saying it's okay to talk about this of now. Of course, yeah. We have yeah. to talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. And any of us who've, who've moved, emigrated, or moved across Canada, we know what, it's, what it can be like, and especially if you've come on your own. If you, if you do have family around, it's great. But if you come on your own, and, and I, you, I talk, to lots of different immigrants from lots of different countries because that's the way we are here in Canada. And people have very similar stories. And it's now nice that what you're creating here is somewhere for people, an environment and a safe environment for people to come and open up and chat. And and even if it is just having a cup of tea and sitting down and sharing the experience, sometimes that can just enlighten somebody into, okay, yeah, I'm not alone in this, right? Absolutely. So that's, that's good. Now, speaking of immigration, you have a friend who's listening in today, Phyllis O'Reilly. I and sure do. Uh, we want to say a big hello to Phyllis, who emigrated at a very unusual age, but is also a recording artist, and we're going to play a song. But I want you to give our listeners a little bit of background into this story. 
Uh, so Phyllis is one of my dearest friends. Phyllis emigrated uh, from England, Phyllis O'Reilly, uh, born in Liverpool to uh, a, a, a dub. Her father was a dub. Um, and she emigrated here when she was 70 years old because her children were in Canada. And as she was nearing retirement, she wanted to be closer to her children. Um, so she came to um, Toronto and settled in Whitby. Phyllis is now 98 and a half years old and going strong. Um, she uh, was a professional singer and uh, she didn't retire when she got to Canada. She kept on going. And um, a big claim to fame was that she um, was very close to Sir, to Sir Charles Chaplin. Uh, her husband, Eric James, uh, recorded and um, uh, he composed with uh, Charlie Chaplin. And uh, Phyllis then got to sing for Charlie many, many times. And, and actually, um, she was one of his favorite singers for a song that uh, uh, her husband had written with Charlie. So quite, uh, quite a story there, quite a career she has had. And um, I actually have a recording with me today. It's an older recording, and you'll hear the character in that. Um, there's a bit of air in it, and uh, you can tell that it wasn't recorded yesterday, but that's very beautiful, I think. And uh, so I'd like to play this for Phyllis. I think one of the most beautiful recordings she ever made. And uh, Phyllis taught me this song when I was about 15 years old. This is Uncle. the Carrie Dance. Oh, that's good. <laughs> We're going to play this. And Phyllis, I'm a big fan of your city. I love Liverpool and have been over there a few times. I'm a big Liverpool supporter, so I hope you are too and not one of those Everton fans. But anyway... <laughs> Big shout out to you, Phyllis. Thanks for listening in and let's enjoy this, folks. Oh, the days of the carry dancing, oh, the ring of the piper's tune. Oh, for one of those hours of gladness, born alas, like our youth too soon. When the boys began to gather in the glen of the summer night And the carry pipers tuning made us long with wild delight Oh, to think of it, oh, to dream of it Fills my heart with tears Oh, the days of the carry dancing, oh, the ring of the pipers tune Oh, for one of those hours of gladness, born alas, like our youth too soon. Time goes on, and the happy years are dead, and one by one, those merry hearts are fled. Silent
the ring of the piper's tune. Oh, for one of those hours of gladness. Well, I hope that came across good on your radio at home or if you're listening on the web. We know it's an old uh, recording or older recording and you can hear the air in the background. But, uh, Kathy, that was wonderful. Very special to me. Thank you well for done, indulging. Phyllis. Yes. That's brilliant. Well, that is brilliant. Well done. Very good. OK, well, uh, we're going to play another uh, track here and then we'll uh, actually we're going to do an ad and we'll come back and do the um, calendar as well. When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavourful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. All right, folks, it's time for the Guinness calendar. I can't believe it, Ken, that you expect me to do this without a pint of Guinness. <laughs> That's how I feel like you reneged here. <laughs> after, uh, after. Pint of Guinness makes me think of Joe Reynolds. If you're listening, Joe, I just wondered how your head was this morning, sir. <laughs> um, okay, so Celtic Canada magazine is now out, and there's a great article on the Irish Person of the Year, and you can check that out at CelticCanada.com. Any listeners who are University of Limerick graduates, there's a Limerick graduates, there's actually an alumni and friends event tonight, Saturday, April the 14th, and that is being held at the Toronto International Centre Hotel at 6.30 p.m. So if you did graduate from the University of Limerick, I think they'd love to see you. The Durham Irish Association is having a jam session tomorrow, Sunday, April the 15th, at the Irish Times Pub and Restaurant, and that's at 1400 Bailey Street in Pickering, and it's right beside the GO station, and that runs from 2 to 5 p.m. tomorrow. And on April the 21st, there'll be an open-door Cayley at the Royal Canadian Legion. That's at 3591 Dundas Street West here in Toronto. Tickets are $15. There will be a bar, more importantly, Barry's Irish Tea and Home-Baked Treats. You can uh, call Geraldine at 416-573-1205 to register, or Mary at 905 330 7929. And you can also save the date for their annual dance weekend, which will be May the 25th, uh, 26th, and 27th. 
The um, Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce will be holding their annual general meeting on Thursday, April the 26th at 6 p.m. in the Fireside Lounge at P.J. O'Brien's Pub. Any members in good standing are very welcome to join us, and there'll be a little social gathering following that meeting. The St. Pat's Football Club has arranged a mass in memory of Father Jerry Scott and also for deceased members of the St. Pat's Club. Uh, Father Scott was the first president of the club, and unfortunately some of the players have lost some close family members and friends over the past, p- past few months, so the club will be having a mass in their honour. That will take place on Saturday, April the 28th at St. Patrick's Church. That's at 131 McCall Street at 5 p.m., And Europe Day is happening on May the 9th, and um, the European Union Chamber of Commerce actually invites um, any Europeans in the city to join them for an event on Wednesday, May the 2nd, and that event will be at Borden Ladner Gervais. Um, Registration is not yet opened. The event will be free. If you're interested, you can actually go onto the Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce website in the coming weeks to register. They'll actually be offering a panel discussion on Canada's trade pattern in the wake of CETA, that's the Comprehensive Economic Economic Trade Agreement and the renegotiation of NAFTA. Back to St. Pat's, the GAA Club will be having their 50th anniversary. Congratulations. There will be an event uh, on May the 12th, a big party actually, that's being arranged by Lorraine Morley. Um, so tickets are 125 for a single. There are also tables available, tables of 10 for 1,250. Uh, you can contact Lorraine at lorrainemorley at yahoo.ca to book your ticket or to book a table. And I think Lorraine's also looking for people who might like to take out ads for their program. If you are in Montreal, or if you're going to Montreal, the annual Walk to the Stone will take place. That's run by the Ancient Order of the Hibernians, and they've hosted the Irish community of Montreal on this walk the last Sunday in May for the last several years. They dedicate the annual Walk to the Stone to those 6,000 Irish souls who are buried at Black Rock. That takes place on May the 27th, uh, and it begins at Gabriel's Church, and that's on Centre Street in Montreal. The Mass is at 10.30 a.m., and the walk begins at noon. Um, If you're interested, you can contact the studio and we'll give you the phone number on how to uh, get registered. Almost done here, folks. The Irish Cultural Society of Toronto would like to welcome you to get to know the entrance, vying to represent the Toronto uh, Rose of Tralee Festival in Tralee this August. The winner will be announced at the 54th annual Toronto Rose of Tralee Selection Ball, and that's taking place on June the 2nd, that's a Saturday, at the King's Garden Banquet Centre near Islington and the Queensway. Folks, that's just around the corner from the Galway. You can make a night of it. Uh, Individual tickets are $90, and they include reception, hors d'oeuvres, a three-course meal, and an open bar. You can get an early bird table special for $850, and you can book that until May the 18th. Um, It'll be $1,000. Oh, sorry, now we're on to the ads. You can also book $1,000 for full-page program ad um, up until May the 18th. So you can call the Irish Person of the Year, Patrick Canavan, at 416 Two zero six eight six seven zero to get your ads and to get your tickets. And um, finally, we were just going to mention the Irish Golf Society, the uh, Chamber Golf and Social Society, which we talked about earlier. That kicks off at June the 2nd at the Don Valley Golf Course. And you can contact our team captain, Rory, at rory50 at gmail.com. Excellent. What a job. Fantastic, Kathy. Thanks a million. You're super. I think um, both myself and Mark are out of a gig here reading out that calendar. We'll have to have you in every week. Not oh, without no. a pint of Guinness, you won't. It's <laughs> after 11. <laughs> it is true. It is true. It's always 5 o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, we'll um, 
play a little bit of uh, music here and come back and chat to you before we uh, wrap up the show. There's a sailor gone to sea Only he knows how it feels As he bids a fond farewell to all his kin As he walks along the shore To his love he throws a rose I'll return again in winter or in spring We had it all We had the best of times We had a life That dreams are made of Where the sun melts the sky There's a soldier standing by His eyes they cannot hide That lonesome tale There's a photograph of home The smell of sweet cologne And words of love forever and a day We had it all We had the best of times We had a life That dreams are made of At the station she bought Wet with tears and rain And a father holds a mother's empty heart All the things you need to know She whispers as she goes What I have I hold forever in my heart We had it all We had the best of times life that dreams are made of. On an old country lane where the wilderness still reigns an old man takes a flower in his hand How I've watched your bloom and fade at all the beauty you create I'll take with me that pleasure as we part We had it all We had the best of times We had a life That dreams are made of We had it all We had the best of times We had a life That dreams are made We had it all We had the best of times We had a life That dreams are made Ah, yeah, the beautiful and unmistakable sound there of Ronnie Drew's voice along with Mike Henrahan and the lovely sounds of Eleanor Shanley from, of course, the County Leitrim, my man Joe, Joe Reynolds, that'll help you out maybe with today. Anyway, Kathy 
It's been great having you in studio. Thanks a million for coming in, especially with the threat of all this weather that we're having or supposed to have. Uh, you've been a trooper to come in here and uh, give us and share with us uh, some of the wonderful work that you and your team are doing at the Ireland Canada Immigration Centre. Give us some contact details, maybe as a rounding note, and then we'll uh, end up the show here. Terrific. So if, um, if you need to uh, access our services, you can reach us by phone, which is 416-603-9549. You can email cmurphy at irishcdn.org. Check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, and also on our website, which is irishcdn.org. Brilliant. There's no excuse for not getting in touch, folks. It's a place that you can get in touch and have a chat, and uh, there's always going to be an ear there for you. So uh, do that if, uh, if need be. We'll go out with the young folk and their song called Home, because we all have one somewhere, whether it's this side of the pond or the other. Thanks again, Cathy. Sloan folks, we'll chat to you next week. Looking to escape my own for our 